This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 926, Imperfect is the New Perfect, part two by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalists.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. This is where I read to you just like an audiobook, usually from blogs, but sometimes from books. And today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. Now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Imperfect is the New Perfect, part two by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalists.com. The initial feedback on falling while sitting down stories has been overwhelmingly positive, but at first, even with the praise and exultation, I couldn't get past the post-publication imperfectness of the whole thing. Yes, more than 10 people proofread and edited this book with me, and we fixed dozens of syntactical and grammatical snafus in the first five, yes, five drafts, but none of us are perfect, so I'm sure we miss something. Ironically, the stories are about some incredibly flawed people, so in a strange way, a few flaws feels appropriate. I don't write to show off some sort of portentous cerebration, so getting it perfect isn't the primary intention of my writing. Rather, I write to uncover what it means to be a human being, both intellectually, with essays, and emotionally, with stories. Consequently, I learned a valuable lesson this week, I learned to be happy with my efforts and my growth, not with perfection. Truth be told, I worked hard on this book and I'm proud of that. It was exciting and gratifying to write. It was also difficult to write. I grew as a writer during its creation. And I'm incredibly pleased with the end result because I put every ounce of effort I could into this project. It is not perfect, but it is a good book. It's the only thing I've ever written that I'd said that about. I think the same goes for all other areas of life. Health. If you want a perfect body, you'll never have it. Instead, we can focus on having a better body. We can focus on having a healthier body while enjoying the process of exercising and improving our health. Relationships. If you're looking for the perfect partner or friend or coworker, you'll lose every time. People are by nature imperfect. We come equipped with a tackle box of flaws. But instead of the flaws, we can focus on making our relationships better. We can focus on growing as individuals and contributing to other people. Passions. If you're looking for the perfect job, it's not out there. No matter your vocation, even if you land your dream job in which you pursue your passions every day, there will be moments of despair, moments of tedium, and moments of doubt. But that's okay. Instead of those moments, we can focus on the joy experienced by pursuing our passions, We can focus on the fulfillment we get from growing and improving everything we do in tiny little ways every day. Every area of life is filled with imperfection, but we needn't to neurose over every flaw. 
I'm not, however, advocating mediocrity. I refuse to be run of the mill. I'd rather fail miserably than saunter down the alley of mediocrity. Instead, I'm advocating passionately pursuing what you love and doing so with vigor, knowing there will be flaws and mistakes along the way. I'm advocating learning from those flaws, even appreciating them, because they allow you to grow. That's what life is about. Additionally, this week, I learned to take feedback for what it is. Sure, there are some cynics and hypocritical jerks out there, and I've learned to pay them no mind, although that's not always easy. But most people who provide feedback are simply attempting to help. They're contributing to the greater good. This feedback allows us to grow, it allows us to improve, and live more meaningful lives. In fact, that's the intention of this site, to contribute to people in meaningful ways. Ryan and I do so by writing about our lives and the lessons we've learned about our lives, warts and all. I'm constantly seeking new ways to grow and better myself, new ways to improve my flaws. So if you ever notice a mistake, be it a typo in a book or in an essay on this site, feel free to send me an email. I've written nearly half a million words this year. That's more than one word per minute, including when I'm asleep. So I'm sure there's a typo or two somewhere. You can always email me. And although I won't apply every bit of feedback I receive, I do consider the meaningful value adding feedback. Any errors I need to fix, I'll fix and eventually republish the updated content. Likewise, I'll do the same with my life. Any errors I need to fix, I'll fix and continue to grow as an individual. I also learned how to better deal with imperfection this week. I learned to do three simple things to change my state. One, breathe. When something stressful knocks on my door, I'll take a walk and focus on my breathing. Deep, diaphragmatic breaths can change our physiology, calm us, and provide our bodies with the oxygen we need. Two, focus. If we focus on the negative, we'll feel fear, loneliness, jealousy, and every other negative emotion we can conjure from within. Conversely, if we focus on the positive, we'll feel joy, happiness, and contentment. Much of how we feel is directly associated with what we focus on. And three, beliefs. Similarly, whatever we believe becomes our reality. If we believe people are rotten and hateful, then we'll find all the flaws and even the kindest people. If we believe people are kind and caring, then we'll find glimpses of perfection in every miscreant and reprobate. The same is true for any event or situation in which we are involved. It is whatever we believe it is. Your life isn't perfect. My life isn't perfect. But as we grow, we will continue to improve our lives, which allows us to contribute to other people. Life, therefore, is about growth and contribution, not perfection. It's not always easy. Often it takes some gruelingly hard work, immense amounts of effort, and tremendous courage to get outside your comfort zone and grow. But growth is a critical part of life. If you're not growing, you're dying. You just listened to part two of the post titled Imperfect is the New Perfect by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalists.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you in tomorrow's show for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits.